walks into a bar. Joan Rivers is the bartender. He sees a sign over the bar that reads, Cheese sandwich, $1.50. Hand job, $10. He says to Joan Rivers, are you the one that gives the hand jobs? Joan says, yes, I am. He says, well, wash your hands, bitch. I want a cheese sandwich. All right, here it is, podcast. Um, April 17th, uh, the, the late, great Gilbert Godfrey there with a little roast of Joan Rivers. And we're losing all the good ones. We sure are. Dang. We sure are. Heard a uh, an old excerpt from his real voice, which if he created a bit the whole time he was in comedy, it was genius. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a little sense, because otherwise you're just going to be yelling all the time. But even then, it's like, that's your eternal bit, so anywhere yeah. you go, we go to put on the, the Yago the Parrot voice. Right, right. But yeah, that's funny hearing his real... Like his, his normal, real, his you know, normal voice was just like, whoa, that's weird. <laughs> he just sounds like a regular guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty normal. But uh, like when you see him in interviews, though, he kind of does the voice, though, you know? A little bit, yeah. There's, I feel like there's different stages of it, you know? It's right. Obviously, like, roasts and stand-up and everything, and that's turned all the way up. And then, like, if you're, if you're doing, like, bantery interviews, it's up there. But then if you're just doing, like, a serious interview, like... That's how I thought it was his normal voice, because he always, like, he'll just talk what sounds to be, you know, normally, but right. apparently it's not. Apparently it's, it's not. <laughs> so there's still, like, a little bit of the the bit, you know, even when he's answering, like, serious, serious questions. questions. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, great, uh, you know, one when I talked to my sister about it yesterday, she's like, I always hated his voice, and then I heard that thing you posted, and it was crazy they like he just sounded just normal <laughs> i was like yeah it was weird huh yeah. <laughs> i don't know that's the i know there's yeah it was a real uh kind of hit or miss thing for a while before he developed like this cult following it was because of people hate his voice i don't know that was funny yeah was, his his jokes were some of the best yeah yeah like, you get the material to go along with it the material you know like the one i heard was you know um, so two, two boys come downstairs for breakfast and the <laughs> mom looks at the older boy and says, what do you want for breakfast? And he's like, I want the fucking French toast. And then his mom starts smacking him around and his dad whips off his belt and they're beating him. And finally they send him off to his room and they look at the younger son and he's like, they're like, what do you want for breakfast? He goes, not the fucking French toast. It's <laughs> 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 like, that's pretty good. <laughs> But that was Gilbert's kind of style, where he would just tell, um, he'd just tell jokes, <laughs> you know, like you talk, you're talking to your friend and he's telling you a joke. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was. A, I hope I remember the whole thing. There was one. It was like a little boy goes walking past his parents' bedroom. He sees his parents having sex. He flips out. His dad starts laughing. <laughs> the next night, the dad's walking by his son's room and sees his son fucking his grandmother. The dad flips out, and the son goes, See? Not so funny when it's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, but we lost some good ones, you know. Yeah, no, uh, Paula uh, Poundstone's still kicking yeah, around, though. Nah, I don't want to give her too much attention. <laughs> still, still have Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if she ever branded herself yeah. as a comedian. Kind of. uh, well, she's, you know, obviously... Did a lot of uh, well, the stand up in the, be- yeah. the stand up in the beginning. Yeah. I remember seeing the, like her. 
one night stand, and uh, I think she had a few HBO specials for sure. Honestly, she dipped but out Johnny of that after Carson. having her show there, right. and yeah, then she, got. Uh, and I don't mean like the whatever morning show, like her actual. You know, one thing it was just the oh, Ellen all show. the TV show, the, the TV sitcom, show, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Ellen show, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, that sitcom wasn't bad. It wasn't it was too bad. Funny for the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was definitely a lower bar for sitcoms because I mean, like once <laughs> Seinfeld's out there, like, well, we're not going to beat this. So yeah. might as well just see what we got. How many <laughs> seasons just, can we get? How many can we get out of this? <laughs> get two, good enough. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what else? Well, like, I, I don't know. I think it was on Fox, wasn't it? That show was on Fox, hmm. I think. Well, a lot of stuff was on Fox back yeah. then. But that's, what Fox would do is they would run shit for, like, one season, and it would just be this weird yeah. off-fucking show. And then the good shows that they have, like, you know, like Futurama <laughs> and shit like that, like, yeah, we're going to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, the Chris Elliott had a show, I think, was mm-hmm. which, which, like, uh, was on was before that? her. Yeah, like on Sunday nights, and it was the the paper boy. Uh, where you ever see that? Chris Elliott played like he was like a thirty year old guy living at home with his I, parents. Okay, yeah, I vaguely, and, and, and vaguely was a paper that. boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, you know, Madcap, and you know, and his life as a paper boy and living at home. Yeah, it was, 30s, <laughs> it was yeah. pretty funny. I remember watching it. And, and that wasn't too long after he like left Letterman and. Yep. And kind of like branched out. I think maybe the cabin boy had came out already. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot of people left left Letterman. Conan was like, yeah. "Yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna go do my own thing." And everybody started dipping out of there. He's, yeah, you know, especially like towards the end after NBC and he moved over to CBS. Yeah, you know, a lot of things changed. And Dave was always still funny, and but not as I always felt not as fun as he was when he was doing. The late show, you know, right. or the late night show on NBC. There is just something a little bit more raw and fun about it. <laughs> yeah, they probably had like, you know, 15 writers, but I did like those top 10. Oh, the old top 10 list yeah, was always. Those were always funny. <laughs> they were always the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Paul Schaefer over there. Like, yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. The hell is Elton John's drug dealer doing play, here? Play a little dialing music, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Schaefer in the CBS Orchestra. Well, on NBC, it was the the most dangerous band. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the most dangerous band. (laughs) Jeez, that must have been a good gig for some of those people playing instruments. It's like, I mean, I don't have to play for four hours and get paid $50 and get a case of beer to take home. Right. But uh, a lot of those, like the musicians that would come in, like like when they'd bring like the horn section in, like the uptown horns and stuff like that. That was all part of like the Saturday Night Live band. And, yeah, they all and, very and guys who played sounds. on like the Blues Brothers records and uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Paul could always get a pretty, uh, pretty good uh, band in there. That was it, um, and I wish I remembered the band name. I was at Bourbon Street, that blues bar, Printer's uh, Alley. Stacy Mitchart. Um, I have listened to him a, a lot. He's really good. But there was a, a different band, and I wish I knew the name of them because that's the, the best way I can describe them. Is they sound like it's like Saturday Night Live band, yeah. like all the you know horn instruments, but it's like the level of uh, of talent out of it. Because I mean the you know the band's good. Yeah. Um, but they sounded like it was. I felt like I was. Uh, I was on set. <laughs> yeah, similar type uh, of music. Who, who was the guy who like took over the Saturday Night Band in the nineties? Mm. Remember him? He was always like mugging to the camera. <laughs> Probably do. Can't remember his name, but he was always like, you know, he was the guitar player, like woo, yeah. <laughs> like 
you know, you're, yeah, you're, you're, it's good, but you know, I don't think we need all your, uh, your, bless you, but uh, all your, uh, your camera mugging going on here. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ham it up. You gotta cheat towards the camera. You gotta yeah. get that extra. Maybe you'll get an extra bump. Maybe you'll be in a movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Probably not though. You got enough money. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, I think I saw, like, I guess talking about SNL and Gilbert Godfrey did a season, I think, on SNL. Uh, I know he hosted it. Before. He hosted it before, but I think he actually did a season back when have. it was, like, weird. Oh. You know, <laughs> like there was, like, like a transition person, like, did one season, and he talked, <laughs> I think he was talking to Joe Rogan about it. He was just like, he goes, they hated me so much <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that I, they put me in a coffin. So the whole skit, <laughs> I was just in a coffin. <laughs> With no lines. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't have any lines. Do you mean you just want me to lay here? That's it? Yeah. And, of course, then, uh, I don't know, like, when he was the Aflac duck. Yep. And then he got fired from that. I don't wouldn't, know that wouldn't that be some shit? And, like, upon his death and the death of people, you know, uh, it is, played Aflac. his m- most well-known role as the Aflac <laughs> duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some comedians like they'll do old side gigs and stuff like that, yeah. and it'll just be funny if like that was the first thing they were running them for. <laughs> like, and, then, and then I remember, I don't know, a couple, maybe maybe four or five years ago, I used hmm. to do a commercial for Dickie's Barbecue Barbecue. Like <laughs> I hear that it was it was only on the radio, and it just Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey talking about go on down and get your favorite <laughs> your favorite pulled pork at Dickie's. When I'm thinking barbecue, I'm thinking. Dickies. <laughs> and Dan's like, eh, I need some extra cash. How long is this yeah. going to take? 20 minutes? All right. But, uh, you know, I guess, you know, back in the day, too, you know, that would have been like one of the comedians early on that I would always see, like when HBO used to do their one night stands mm-hmm. and a and half hour comedy show yep. where they'd have several yep. comedy comedians come in and do like five minute sets and. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of that stuff, I mean, that's uh, when you get to see, like, early in the career, people like, well, obviously, like, the big ones, like, Louis C.K. and uh, Mark yeah. Maron and uh, Sarah Silverman's really funny, like, in the 90s, stuff like that. And you had um, other people, too, like, that sort of um, fucking just had a massive brain fart yeah. when uh, Nick DiPaolo got like, his Nick start. Nick DiPaolo started um, out on there. I remember seeing him, yeah. There's some people that, like, I knew made it for a while. This guy, Adam Ferrero, was really funny. He was oh, around yeah. for a couple of years, but then I didn't see him again after yeah. that. He was uh, pretty good. I guess speaking about Louis C.K., too, he won a Grammy for his comedy record. Yeah, but it's not even the most recent one. But, it was yeah. the fucking one before, like the <laughs> right. not the I'm sorry one. Yeah, right. no, yeah. it was something before that. But yeah, yeah it was crazy. And I guess everybody was pissed off about it. And I'm like, no, it's genuinely funny, and he's still funny. Yeah, maybe he'll you know? maybe he'll win again for the new one. And you know, a lot of comedians year. still stand up for him too. I think I saw yeah. you know, Dave Landau was talking about it, and he was just like, he's like. It was consensual, you know. Yeah, that's what I said. Even if they say yes, don't do it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a weird thing, but yeah. shit, with all the, you know, there's like a weird shit going yeah, on. And of all the celebrity weirdness, yeah, you know, that's pretty low on the fucking. Yeah, it's pretty low on the bar <laughs> totem now. Yeah, yeah, nobody really cares anymore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you people fingering kids, and you're like, yeah. Oh. He jerked off in front of a woman who said it was okay, and it was like, yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, geez, why'd you say yes? Yeah, <laughs> same way with, uh, you know, 
I mean, I mean, where we're at now, you know, you got, you know, women, you know, men, women, winning women's sports and, you know, and. <laughs> well, they need to <laughs> figure like, that out like, as a not so much of a fucking sports fan, unfortunately, yeah, I mean, I, either, it but, still needs to. Uh, I'm figured all for, it like, let's just create another class, you know, the the, the freak show class. <laughs> well, if we have, and then it's like, then it's, but it's just going to be. I thought about it. I'm like, okay, so if you're going to have trans women compete against trans women and trans males compete against trans males, basically, we're still going to watch male and female sports <laughs> with just dudes that look like chicks. And chicks that look like dudes. Well, it's <laughs> like where where's the sanity? <laughs> the all trans NFL. Bum, ba, da, ba, ba. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I would call it a, a freak show. It's just something that needs. There's not enough at this point of a demand in the sports to create like a third section that basically says. Trans, that's your <laughs> trans section. Well, you know, it would be a other, boost for, that, women's, for women's basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of these extra sports, are people even going to watch it? Not that it matters. I think they should be able to do it. I think they yeah. should be able to, you know, participate. But it's like if you have something that's that, the, that creates just, like, an unfair advantage, um, yeah. then that's the, that's the part that, you know, I would disagree with. Um, and then it kind of does shit on you know the effort that uh that you know that women's real, sports real women Olympic do, sports you know, and everything they're putting forth the effort and here comes you know six foot four fucking uh natalie <laughs> jumping in the pool and <laughs> you know <laughs> out swimming them by by you know two links or whatever <laughs> yeah it's um seems kind of unfair <laughs> yeah it does so and, and i mean the, the easy solution because again again too much in the sports shit right. the easy solution to that would be like all right so you need to you know bolster fucking create a whole public campaign or whatever to get more enough trans people in sports where they just have their own section and if you want to because it's all it's all personal fucking freedom i just don't want it to be unfair oh yeah exactly i mean it's fine you can do whatever you want i don't i don't fucking care, so if you, you know? have your own you know, your own league, a league of your own. A league of your own. That's what uh, I'm saying. And call up Tom Hanks. The old, the old, the old trans league. There's no crying in so, baseball. <laughs> um, You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> that Mark McGuire? What's he doing here? You know he's on yep. roids. Him and uh, Sammy Sosa cranking them out of the park. Yeah. Like every time they get up there, crank one out of the park. I'm just like, yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's part of it, too. Like I say, like, I don't want to, you know, have an unfair advantage. They look at, like, uh, other sports, like, well, the whole Lance Armstrong thing. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, he popped hot. But then again, like, you also realize that he was, like, the 17th, like, the the first, if you, you know, if you found the the actual winner of it, it was the one that came in 17th place because the other 16 guys, guys were also, also fucking roided up. Fucking so it's like, it's already... Enhancing drugs. Yeah. You can tell you about the Russian Olympics. Like, I don't know what they're shooting them up with, what type of fucking polonium <laughs> fucking crack they got. But they're, you know, they're all juiced up. So it's like, yeah. there's so much unfairness in it already. That, and, right. you know, oh, that agree. contributes to my lack of interest in it because it's like, well, I just want to... That's the real freak show. A bunch of fucking roided up people, which at that point, if you're going to do that, 
not only do you allow it, but you almost encourage it. You always yeah. say, okay, take whatever you want. You want to yeah. smoke PCP uh, uh, before you get, get up there? there? Fucking do it. Do it. You can go if rip each other's explodes, arms if off. You, if your heart explodes, right. it's your fault. It's like uh, <laughs> when Extreme Sports first came out. See, that shit I might start watching. If you just have like somebody, like a giant dude on, on meth and a giant <laughs> dude on PCP yeah. and bath salts and who would win, I'm like, mm, what are they playing, badminton? It doesn't matter. It's going to get bloody. Like, it's... Might tune in for that. I don't know. <laughs> the All Heroin Football League. Yeah. <laughs> it's Score high. is still zero zero. <laughs> they're all in the corner. <laughs> yeah. The halftime show. Alana's more set. What do you mean she's not here? She's Get Amy Winehouse where she at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the old, old heroin band. Hey. <laughs> so it, it's. It's just yeah, it's just a sports thing. It, yeah, it's, you know, but I, I just think you know, but not you know. A, not everybody that's you know that's that's has transitioned or is trans is like a mentally ill person or something. I mean, not ever not they're not all Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> very true. And Caitlyn Jenner is mentally ill for a, a litany of reasons. <laughs> she married so, a Kardashian. That was the beginning of the was, end. That was the beginning of the end. There, for, it's for all downhill from here. Here are. Uh, house load of crazy broads <laughs> <laughs> and they all got money and they just look at you like hey, f- let's paint bruce up to make him look like a girl <laughs> i think uh, i think bruce was all for it and i was like yeah well, this sure, gets obviously. me uh be stunning and brave yeah mm-hmm. stunning and brave or just you but know then, but then he comes celebrity. out against against biological males competing in women's sports you know he's like yeah that's well that goes back unfair. to the the, the unfair, unfair advantage, advantage. Yeah. yeah um he's like that's really what sense it's what it should be centered around right and you know, I know people take it in other directions but it was like but you gotta get at the so core brave. issue which is that she's leah thompson so brave i was like everybody in that fucking gymnasium in that pool who were watching that was silent there was no cheering, you know, when yeah. she won. They're like, yeah, maybe like her, like the mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody was just like, what the fuck? Well, I, don't I know, know maybe, that's the uh, old news. We're yeah. talking about old news now. That's two weeks ago. Well, maybe <laughs> her and uh, Will Smith can get in the slap fighting <laughs> get competition. Slap fighting. Yeah. He got let go from the academy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Or he resigned. Or they would probably said, maybe it's a good idea that yeah, you just quit. take a break for a while Don't there. you go and, like, <laughs> sort out your problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, that, you know, exactly what goes on in somebody's mind. But yeah. it's like, it, it, he's definitely had some, like, not necessarily confidence issues. But, like, even being fucking Will Smith, like, you see, like, he went, he goes full overboard with that relationship with her even though right. she kind of treats him like shit yeah. so it's like man like yeah, why don't kinda... you just like you know you can have like most <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's, yeah you know, i mean it's it's a it's, it's, his a, it's a tough road i mean you know obviously yeah. he agreed with it but you know and you know there's still that psychic that fucks with people you know as far as you know, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You let your wife just do other dudes. That's cool. <laughs> you know, and it's the same thing. You know, it's like Louis C.K. said. It's like, what if everybody knew your thing? 
<laughs> oh, yeah. yeah you know, like the same about, way yeah, with Will here. Smith, you know. Everybody, no. uh, I mean, I didn't have real, I didn't know until like after the slap happened. And then I'm like, oh, oh, they're in an open relationship. <laughs> She's in an open relationship. Yeah, I think <laughs> that know? was it's mostly her decision. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a big fucking yeah. thing about it. It's yeah. Stupid now. It's, Dumb. <coughs> he's gonna figure his own. He's gotta shit figure out, out his own mm. stuff, you know. I mean, that's the way I look at it, you know. You got you got issues. I got issues. Everybody's got issues. Sorry that you're a celebrity and you gotta put, you know, your laundry gets shoved well, out there in front of everybody. Well, you said, you know, like you said, what if everybody knows your thing? But thanks to you know, uh, areas of social media like Twitter and everything, people pretty much do. Like anything that happens, it's yeah. you know if you're at any in any facet in the public eye, like right. you know, your shit's uh, gonna be out there. So that's that's part of the uh, downside poor of being guy. a celebrity. It's everybody. That's all I'm it. saying is this poor guy. You know, I mean, I don't think he should have slapped Chris Rock, but still, Chris Rock took it pretty well. Yep. <laughs> and I think he kind of knows you know, a bunch of shits going yeah. on, and I don't think it was a bad joke that he made. But it, you know, it that's... wasn't a bad joke. It was pretty tame for Chris Rock. I've heard him say a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Ricky Gervais said I would have made fun of Will Smith, not his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he kind of uh, his, his wife's boyfriend. His wife's boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's... <laughs> he probably yeah. wouldn't have got you his slap. She would have been pissed, but he probably wouldn't have slapped her. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, and then oh, Elon Musk out there trying to buy Twitter. Yeah, he bought a yeah. portion of it yeah, or something. Yeah, he owned, he, owned, um, he owned like 9.4% of it. All right. But now he is not the largest shareholder as of like Thursday or Friday. Is it Bezos? Are they fighting now? No. Is Putin getting involved? Is he buying Twitter? <laughs> Vanguard came in ah. and bought, now owns oh, 10.4%. I'm like, oh, God. Here All we right. go. <laughs> They're trying to save their so, interest. Yeah, and it's just uh, the battle of people with too much fucking money. Yep. But um, which is interesting, you know. I think Elon Musk is trying to make a stand. I, I I don't know, you know. Maybe he just realized that it was a good idea and like I can make a whole lot of money because when he bought the stock, it was like at twenty five and mm-hmm. it pushed up to like thirty, and then he offered fifty four to buy the whole thing, which you know is a lot fifty four a share, which yeah. is a lot of money. Fuck yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know? it's a lot of money. That's at the same time, like even the, as much as I do fucking hate Twitter, yeah, that is a really large platform with a whole yeah. shitload of people on it, and it kind of it doesn't control the zeitgeist, but it definitely contributes to it. It definitely in a major contributes way. to it for sure, and you know, and he just basically just wants to open it back up to the way it was when it first basically came out as just a. The town forum, yeah. open platform. Still, never have Twitter, but if he open sources it, so people can curate their own like feeds and what they see. Yeah, like so. If your interests are, because that's what it kind of should have been in the first place. Like, let's say your interests are fucking cats and uh, vegan bicycles and fucking right, you know, uh, you know, old LPs or something that you could create your own feed. So that's what you see instead of just like, hey, look at this, uh, look at the things that are going to make you angry or upset, right. Which um, has really become social media in general. It has, yeah. You know, that's what it's devolved into. You know, you know, you go across Twitter and Facebook, and and then you have your conservative outlets that have come up, like Getter and Gab, and yeah, well, and, and, and yeah. Trump's, you know, Truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
it's just a big echo chamber of that everybody just mm-hmm. agreeing with each other. <laughs> yeah, it's a, essentially people do. Um, well, I think it's, it, it's it's just part of the online mental illness it, yeah. because it, a lot of people and most people. I think a lot of people are fucking nuts, but most people you talk to, if you actually talk to them about issues, they, nobody sounds like the people on Twitter. Twitter. And there are a few that really do, right. but it's not, it shouldn't be as prominent as it is online. Because I think, you know, this smaller group of people, you know, whatever the fuck's wrong with them, they're not just making like one post and then getting back off. They will spend all fucking day on multiple platforms and just going right. through and. Posting shit and making new accounts. It, it's an obsession for a lot of people. It's it really has Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean it's made society a little more demented, you know. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. You know, I mean as far as you know, looking at social media and you know and just you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's just it's it's pretty angry. Yeah. <laughs> well that's what it's kind of there for and that's it. I like having a lot of a lot more independent creators rather than just having a few channels. That is a right. positive of it. The availability is more. Right. Like I said, people do choose their own echo chambers, so even then it doesn't really get people in anything different. Um, and then, you know, you have some independent creators, definitely not all, but some of them that are basically like, it's not even like infotainment. It's just kind of like a mild grifting that they're, yeah. <laughs> they're doing. Yeah. And it's, you know, most of the time it's just for, for money or, you know, just, you know, to get the... Uh, you know, personal gain out of right. it, you know, it's, and people are opportunistically shitty. That's yeah. kind of the, it's kind of a big issue in a lot of places. Yeah. Is, uh, it's not, it's not even that they might seek it out with that intention, but it's just, you know, maybe you can like, well, I know if I do this, I get this and it's not the right thing to do. And it might come back at me later, but if I can, you know, when people get greedy. Yeah. I'm greedy. Yeah. Very true. And, it, and it, somebody made a good point about, um, you know Alex Jones mm-hmm. when he got like banned from YouTube yeah. for the things that he was saying, and when he finally got kicked off, actually he was actually you know working on changing the way he was he was trying to work within their guidelines towards the end. Yeah, and probably you know a little too late, but <laughs> well, probably too late. But once he said the point is, it's like you know really they they created Alex Jones. Because yeah. once he kind of got booted it's true, and know. went and did his own thing, then he could say whatever he wanted, it, as crazy as it could be. And, yeah. You know, so. And, um, <laughs> and also, like, it probably, rather than having a little bit, and I say a little bit because it's still Alex Jones, a little bit more of a nuanced view, what, what they did was kind of give this whole, you know, a paranoid idea that, um, that's not to say that people didn't want him shut down, but the whole idea that there's a cabal of people and he's the one that, the, you know, he's figuring out the real truth and the answers and, yeah, like, behind it. It took that and just, like, sent him fucking off the rails because when they banned him, like, oh, it's not like, oh, I fucked up and said some shit I shouldn't have. It's like, oh, no, they are trying, trying to, silence to silence me. me. Yeah. Oh, they're actually that's coming. Right. It validated, you know, it, some of the more bullshit points he had. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what they were saying was, like, it just kind of validated him, like, yes, see, they're definitely yeah. after me. Look. And then he took that and ran with it, too. Yep. And, and I've seen other creators, you know, do the same thing. You know, I mean, some of the things that, you know, like, when they go after Steven Crowder, mm-hmm. And he always, you know, he always has all of his sources listed and everything. So a lot of times it's just like, yeah, they're they're really after him, you know. <laughs> well, but he also does this thing where he'll go and kind of 
poke the bear and try to and basically try to entice them in, into a ban and then take that ban and be like, look, they're banning it. It's it's for farming out content views yeah. Oh, yeah. partially yeah. too. But I also do agree that yeah, of course they they would want to shut them down. That would that would be preferred for um for YouTube. Yeah. So there's an aspect of truth to it, but it's like but you also have to realize when people are because he still has a fucking business to run and everybody wants right. to, you know, consider stuff like, oh, this is just somebody who's like speaking from the heart. And like and there are some aspects of that with a lot of <coughs> um especially the independent creators, not so much the right. mainstream, but at the same time, they're running a business, so if they know they like this is what you get a this is what'll get you, we'll get you the the clicks. You rather know? than you know just doing a a bit about fucking uh, Ellen or some shit like that, like you can go yeah. and and uh, like you know this is kind of a an edgy sort of episode. So what you do is you know you kind of make it so that it's edgy enough like you're trying to rope them in basically into banning you and then you do and you go fucking hey look at this they're doing it again yeah. i got banned hey guys really need your help like fucking you know right so and that's a tactic that's not like unique to him that's something that you know right he, he just has enough of a following where people will notice and you know maybe it'll actually fucking like because if somebody does it and they have like you know Thirty thousand subscribers. Nobody's gonna fucking give a, give a shit. <laughs> but it's the fact that he's got I don't know how many million. Uh, a couple, uh, right around five, I think. Yeah, that's up there. Well, we can look at Steven and see how many. So it's not you know, like it, you'd have to have a big channel for that to be a, a thing to do. You can't do that, you know, right. if you're you know, nobody. But I think he has enough of a following where that would act, that actually produces um, additional income just through viewership and donations, stuff like that. So like I said, end day, still running a business, so. I look at and kind of at this at this point. I'll get everybody like a politician. Uh, Steven like, Crowder oh, has five point six million subscribers. Yeah, so, so yeah, so that's pretty there. good. You know, it's better than CNN Plus. <laughs> that worked okay. out really well. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, we don't watch the other the, well, the free CNN. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, myself included, being like, this is kind of like this outdated form of media that's trying to you know maintain relevance and they don't adapt so they just try to force people to you know keep watching their shit even though they're not changing it and i think that's their way of trying to do too little too late and yeah like like oh no now we're gonna start adapting we're gonna be like hulu and yeah, fucking everybody else yeah that's uh disney plus or on, cnn plus yeah we do cnn plus you can get more fake news <laughs> by that point it's already like people aren't I don't know. Too little, too late. But all of say. them. I mean, all your big networks have jumped on that. Like, oh, you know, yeah. With NBC, yeah, the Peacock have. Network. and Yeah, they're they're now, um, and just now, and this Paramount. Shirts. You know, Paramount got into that. and They're just now trying it. And they're just now trying it. So Yeah, it's a little, a little late. It's a little late. I don't think they're going to make it. There's know? already fucking 5 million apps. It's like, oh, download the Arby's app. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Everyone has a <laughs> fucking app. app. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's on this streaming platform. There's a million streaming platforms for just, you know, TV and yeah. movies. You know, it's. Uh, I hope it doesn't really, go back really. to, uh, you know, like when cable when came out, you had like, you know, oh, I got like 100 channels. Uh, and that's what's good. You got 100 apps where yeah. you can go and watch, you know, a couple of <laughs> videos and everybody's just, I mean, it's competitive and everything, but holy shit, is there, everybody's. It's definitely uh, like flooding. Trying to get their dicks wet. Trying to get, trying to get a piece of it, yeah. as they would say. All right, well, let's take a break here for a few minutes. Coming up on 30 minutes. I don't have any more Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, shit. Let's get back. Let's pop one up there. Let's see if we can find something here real quick. Conehead motherfucker. All right, never mind. We'll just 
dig something find up a here. short one. Yeah, some of them are pretty long. Sometimes this joke gets kind of long, you know? Well, they've had this is another thing I've seen on YouTube. They've got the shorts. They're trying to be like fucking TikTok now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 24 <laughs> Holocaust joke. <laughs> yeah, David yeah, Hasselhoff. Let's do that. <laughs> Might be a good one. 24 seconds should take too long. Here we go. You know, <laughs> I've always heard that David Hasselhoff has sold millions in Germany. But like a lot of stories out of Germany, those numbers are probably <laughs> inflated, if not a complete hoax. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. All right, well, we'll be back. Stay tuned. We'll have more to say.